Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. I'm working at- An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. All right, everybody. Chuck Bonnell, Julie Hayden, True Straight Up on a Snowy Friday, brought to you by... Uh, the Chuck and Julie Show. You always forget to say that. The oh, Chuck, 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 Julie Chuck, Chuck and Julie Show. In case you were wondering, hey, brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Chinese Medicine and Acupuncture, HappyTrees.co, and also Denver Cynogenics and Dr. Julie McCallan. All kinds of stuff to talk about. We've got Tina Peters on standby. We've got Randy Corporan. We're expecting... He just got back from Mar-a-Lago. He um, got invited to go see the Trump announcement. Um, ours must've got lost yeah, in the text yeah, somehow. Right, right. Um, and then all kinds of fun. Merrick Garland, shocker here, has announced a special counsel will now be investigating Trump. Who knew? Um, and then you guys are going to want to wait for this because it's Party Friday. Um, we have a lot <laughs> of really has some good, uh... good stuff with the libs melting down over TikTok. But while we're waiting for Randy, why don't we go ahead and bring Tina up? Everybody... One of our real heroes in life, Tina Peters, uh, clerk and recorder for... Mesa County um, being attacked from every angle uh, for just checking on a machine. And it's a disgrace, um, but uh, it's great to have her on anytime. We want to talk about some of the, some of the rallies. Tina, great to have you. Hey, it's good to be here. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Um, and Randy, I see he just there. Randy, we'll get to you in a second. So, you know, Chuck was at the Holyoke thing. I went to Holyoke one. That was great. That was great. Why don't we kind of, Tina, I just, again. I, I here's listeners. the other one where we talk, called you in particular. I mean, there's a group of people trying to set up a rally down in, in Greenwood Village uh, demanding the removal of Christy Burton Brown um, I don't at 11 o'clock, I'm told. But uh uh I, who knows if there is go down there and support it well uh yes i do have views on that because um she's failed the party in my opinion yes. uh, she, as soon i mean somehow she knew that a uh a leftist uh, uh <laughs> indictment had come down on me and uh while i was speaking at in aspen and was already putting out a press release for me to step out of the race. And it was obvious that she was supporting Pam Anderson, who we all know is the Center for Tech and Civic Life secretary and one of their five directors. So, um, you know, I've had my own issues with her. Other people have. Yeah, um, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I think there's a lot to this. You know, you've got to stand up. For the, not only the grassroots, but the patriots that are that are um, that love this country, and and the likes of Pam Anderson and those that were opposing this country, literally ninety four percent of the four hundred seventy million dollars that Zuckerberg uh, put into Center for Tech and Civic Life, that she is the secretary and uh, and one of their five directors, uh, went to counties of Biden one, and you can't cover that up. No, and that is what it is. No. Well, and, and, you I know, think- there's a battle. There's a battle in Nebraska that has just uh, finished. There's a battle in Wyoming that finished up about a year ago where the, where the Patriots have taken over the party structures away from the establishment. Um, and we couldn't have had a worse showing. I'm not sure what the, 
cares if they won, right? Or who's winning? It's yeah, like they lost everything, I, and, and so they they want us, to, you know, just just do it again for us, and then we'll make sure that I, we'll we'll have no party left. Well, there's no trust in the Republican Party right now, no. in some of these states, and you know that's not to say that all Republicans are are are, are, are all the GOP is bad. I mean, there's some places in this country where. The GOP has supported their candidates. Um, but and, and, you know, a lot of people were speaking out about, you know, let's just start a new party. Let's just start. And you know what? No, I'm not willing to give up the Republican Party. Right. And I think that was right. evident with with Trump announcing. But, you know, let's boot out these people that aren't uh, that are interlopers that shouldn't be there. And a lot of people feel like Christy Burton Brown is one of them. So I, I agree. And, and, so is there, and, and really, they, uh, there something going on that people should know about or in specific or? Well, you know, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the conflict between uh, the Dominion and the GOP in Colorado. I mean, you know, there's just I haven't seen a lot of support unless you're 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 willing to not talk about election integrity in this in this state. Right. And, um, you know, if someone talks about election integrity, all of a sudden the GOP is as, as a whole uh, will not support them. And I think it's a travesty. I mean, you have to be blind, deaf and dumb right. to understand that there there is election fraud. Uh, it is going on. It doesn't need to be proven any longer. Uh, and so people that don't acknowledge and address it are very suspect. And, well, and, and on- what, what Neil Mathai um, from the floor nominated you for the party chair. And I think you'd make a great party I chair. <laughs> question too. Any thoughts on if once we once we <laughs> oust them, who should we put in? Well, I think that's up to the people. You know, I don't want, I never, I, I've never presumed uh, to want power or money. I've spent probably all my fortune <laughs> or yeah. my retirement, let's say. I've risked everything yes. uh, for this cause. You know, I could have run again for clerk. I chose instead to jump in uh, to run for secretary of state and uh, and be cheated out of that race. Right now right. we are, we are going after the breach of contract, but um I think it's up to the people, you know, whoever the people have confidence in, if God calls me to, for whatever position I, you know, I'm willing to step in. Uh, but that, that has to be the people. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, that's where great. can people find out? Cause I know there's ongoing efforts. We've got Randy come up in a second. He just was in another deposition in the Comer case, right? Um, there yeah. are ongoing fights and with you as well, where can people find out more? Uh, do you have a place where people can help if they want to? Uh, Tina Peters for Colorado.com. We're still in the fight for a legal recount. It was not yes, done. Yes. Um, I was also called in on that uh, Coomer versus Lindell uh, deposition. They asked me 491 questions. And, you know, I, we don't answer criminals. And so I, uh, I, I invoked the fifth and it's because we don't we don't have to answer those questions. That is not our, uh, you know, we have no yeah. obligation uh, to give them anything. And and I will say, and Randy can can either uh, you know uh, can chime in about his experience with them. But there are about five questions about any kind of of uh, deposition, I mean, any kind of um, question about. I think he's accused of uh, defam- character defamation or something like that, Mike Lindell. There were probably about five questions. And the rest was, 
uh, all about who's involved in the movement, trying to, you know, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was, it had nothing to do with defamation of character, in my opinion. Right, all right. right. Well, Tina, thank you for your time. You're thank great. you for the work. And, and hopefully people will be calling on you. So, <laughs> all right. We'll be talking. Thank it. you. All right. God appreciate it. All right. All right. Let's go to my colleague, um, former colleague, I guess that's more correct. Uh, Randy Corporate, who's on the road uh, or on somewhere. Hey, Randy. <laughs> yeah, the office. You're, hey, Randy. <laughs> your forever colleague. <laughs> we, we ain't done can, yet, brother. We ain't done yet. 710 Can you as host. Republican National Committee person, National Committee committee person. On Saturdays from four to seven. Um, and uh, it's one of the few Patriot shows left at, at 710, uh, along with uh, Backbone Radio. Uh, so Saturday, saying you have a great show. Yeah, so. Saturday, Saturday and Sunday night is the only time <laughs> so, worth listening. Yes, this is being Party Friday. Ask you the fun stuff. So you got to go to, not even got to go, you were invited to go to Mar-a-Lago. Did you beg like, to go? Beg to go. Trump said we can't do it unless you're here. Yeah, um, right. Tell us about that. That must have been cool. I would think. Well, it was phenomenal. I uh, my show actually starts at five on Saturdays. Oh, back on radio, four o'clock on Sundays. Um, and Matt does a great job. Yeah. But I was just wrapping up my show last Saturday when I got this text message that said, "Did you see the email?" And I wrote back and said, "What email?" To come to the Trump rally, and I said, "No." And before I left the studio, um, or the Trump announcement, before I left the studio, I, it was in my spam, and she resent it. <laughs> of course, yeah. And it was, but it was from the Trump team, and there were you know limited invitations for. There were a lot of people there, standing and media and everything, but for the seated crowd that was reserved, and and so I was just so grateful to be a part of that. And of course, um, I said yes. Yeah. And you mentioned the Coomer deposition. I I said yes, based on the fact that I knew that uh, another party was filing a motion for protective order in the Coomer deposition. Mm -hmm. So I was confident, believed with the entirety of my 25 year law practice being that the deposition on Wednesday in Austin, Texas um, was going to go away on Thursday. I'm sorry. in Austin, Texas was going to go away. So we have this wonderful Trump rally. I'm getting ready to go to my plane, which goes to Charlotte and then to Denver when this 18 page federal judge court order comes down. Oh, no. That creates all of these protections with regard to the deposition, but says the deposition is still on. So I literally the the target point from Palm Beach is Charlotte. So I've got the last seat to Austin. Wow. Got in Wednesday night about 8.30. My client came and met me at the hotel. He lives about 100 miles from the deposition. And so we prepped and we'd had we'd already done gone through hundreds and hundreds of pages of documents. And then we wound up having a seven-hour deposition in uh, Charlie Kane's beautiful downtown San Antonio office um, yesterday, which didn't end until 7 p.m. Oh, my God. We were, we were there for nine hours. Wow. And, um, but there was a lot of breaks and because we had flooded them with documents, you know, we gave them time to review some of them and all of that. So it was, it was extraordinary, but the Trump thing was phenomenal. A lot of people there that I recognized there were, I don't know, 10 or 15 people that were invited from the Republican national committee. And I don't know if maybe all of them were invited, only 10 or 15 showed up. I don't know who all was invited. I'm sure just you guys were just (laughs) the top ones, just when the Trump well, talk, talking, was electric. talking about that, there's a letter put out um, in support of Ronald McDaniel 
um, signed on by, I guess, a majority of, of uh, Republican National Committee men. Were you on that letter or not? No, I I did not sign any letter. In fact, I've been asked multiple times about that. And, um, you know, I, 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 I want to see who throws their name in the hat. Yeah. I love yeah. the idea of Lee Zeldin um, making yeah. Yeah. for it. You know, I've got two two schools of thought that I'm utilizing right now. Who who else wants to do it mm-hmm. versus Rana um, promised two terms. But there is an argument that with the presidential coming up in two years, continuity of leadership, you know, all of those things are important. Um, but well, I, I, have an, I don't well, like, I have an career, politi- <laughs> I don't like <laughs> career politicians and I don't like career anything. So, yeah, well, what, my biggest thing is. Well, there was, well, well no, let me do this one. There was. There's a wit who said that, you know, you really got the max going. You got the um, uh, McConnell, um, you've got uh, McDaniel and McCarthy and and it equals Mac failure. Um, And so we're getting McConnell back. It doesn't matter how awful he is. And we'll get McCarthy. And and, and you kind of do we ever get people? I mean, well, I mean, that's the thing to Tina Peter's point. It's like, on top of everything else, they lost, right? I mean, so yes, we won the house, but but it could have been better. I think there clearly are people in some of these leadership positions who don't get it. And I mean, that'd be my biggest thing. It's like, let's get somebody in there who seems to understand the mechanics and the processes that we need to do to win these days. Well, Julie, I, I certainly agree with Tina's point, especially here in Colorado, about the the edict from on top to stay away from election stuff. I did a promo for my show last week that said, you know, the red wave didn't certainly didn't happen and, and we didn't do well in Colorado. And how come? And I asked the question of the um, George Bush, Carl Rove, McConnell, Wadhams candidates all got nominated in Colorado. Right. And and that was part of my promo. And I guess I didn't hear it, but I got. Everybody reported that Peter just lambasted. Oh, oh God, it was awful. It how was could awful. you be so evil and mean? Yes, yes. I didn't say anything personal about Dick. And it George W. Bush came in to fundraise for Joe O'Day. Carl Rove right. was here twice. Uh, McConnell supported him, said it's the right kind of candidate for Colorado. And of course, Dick Wadhams demanded that we right. accept all of these candidates. So I wasn't wrong about any of it. I, I just, it's bizarre. Well, well no, you we should had... go back. I, I, when did uh, uh, Tom Tancredo run for governor? 2014, I think. Yeah. 2014. Maybe. You have to go back there about Peter's statements about uh, about Dick Wallace. Yeah. He was just screaming at him in the studio, yelling and calling him every name in the world. Yeah. we Our guys never get a chance. No. Even, even top quality Tom Tancredo level previously elected presidential candidate caliber candidates get taken out by these people every right. single time. And uh, you know what? I would have less of a hassle with it if they actually then won in the general, but they don't. Nobody likes them. Republicans don't like them. Independents don't like them. Democrats don't like them. Don't like them. I mean, yeah, kids Small don't like them. Small dogs don't like them. Puppies and horses don't like them. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And hopefully, you know, well, what do you think? I mean, will we be able, what are you hearing in terms of who might, like you said, you're waiting to see what happens to the RNC. And I know that's the RNC. Any yeah. thoughts on what's happening here in Colorado? Because when do we decide? January? Is that when? No, March. Well, March. the meeting is in March. Okay. Um, and so I, but of course, you know, these are very serious campaigns now. People, 
people yeah. should be making plans. And if they're thinking about it, you know, getting support and all of that. And I know that Christy hasn't made a, uh, an announcement about whether she's even going to continue to run. So um, it, it could be that she decides to go a different direction. Uh, and then it'll be a wide open field. And that'll be right. very, very interesting. I, but I've good. heard a number of names, none of whom have authorized the release of their name yet. I've right. heard Tina talked about. I've heard others talked about. Yeah, I've heard lots of good ones. What it can't be is someone who is unclear where they stand. We, we've had enough of the Steve Houses turning on people. We've had enough of KBB saying she's from the grassroots when instead she's been couldn't have been more establishment if she tried. Um, so we got to have somebody, whether it's a, 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 a Tina Peters or Dave Williams or it's it's there are many others. Um, you just saying. You. <laughs> well, remember Dick Wadhams. Uh, he was the last one that got us a Republican governor. So maybe we should give oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he proves that all the time, by the but, way. But don't you love it? These people right now, they're in a concerted effort to try and do away with us, to slam us. Right. Yes. I've gotten emails today from people saying Dick Wadhams has been at every Republican event. He's scheduled to be at the Arapahoe County Republican breakfast. So anybody oh, who my. wants to come. And here, and he's going to give the same, it's because of Trump, it's because of these election deniers, we've got to get rid of them, purge right. them from the party. But they did that again this year, as right. far as our candidates go. And you guys know, in in spite of my better judgment as, as Republican National Committee man, I felt obligated to promote every Republican and ask for everybody to vote for all the Republicans but it didn't make any difference. No. Well, and again, I mean, remember Chuck has taught when he talked to Christy Burton Brown, you know, about ballot harvesting, she laughed, right? So at least- Yeah, I said, I said what's it? When I, I got elected uh, along with um, along with a lot of other people or 20 other people to the executive committee, including Randy. Um, and so the first day I walked in, talked to her and said, you know, we can't win elections uh, as long as there's ballot harvesting if we don't do it. You can't just have one side shoot three-pointers and not the other side. And I said, have you ever collected? She just laughed. She thought it was funny. But fortunately, people get it now, I think, on a national finally, level. Finally, they get it. Char, this has been the topic of Charlie Kirk's show ever since the re recent Arizona outreach. Right. Is, is we've got a, and, and I really give credit to Chuck and you guys, because Chuck's been saying this for a, a decade. Uh, right, so, well, yeah. I guess it's about 10 years now since we've had all mail ballot, right? Was it? Well, 2014 it came in. 2014, okay. But we, we, we had the super duper when we added ballot harvesting in 2018. Well, no, when Polis set up, you know, all those oh, centers, yeah. all the massive uh, ballot harvesting. And since then, you have no chance. And I'm glad to hear Charlie Kirk's changed his mind because I heard him saying, you know, everybody vote on election day. That's insane. I mean, you no, know. he's he is he he has now seen what you and I have you especially, but I've been hinting at and you've been punching at for a long time of of how they do it in the weeks leading up to the yeah. election. Right. Well, and you know, I'm just I'll, I'll hammer on Peter one more time and then I'll drop it and move on. But but you know, we had a discussion with Peter. Because um, he came in to do his column, and we were talking about ballot harvesting, and he kept saying it's illegal. I'm like, no, it's not illegal. It's we described we described how you do ballot harvesting. He said, "Can you get an affidavit? Somebody who said they did that." I said, "They all do it." The law says you can get <laughs> even, You can see him, sir. But nobody's told me that before. And then the videos are out there from Arizona of uh, where they just set uh, hidden cameras up of people just funneling ballots into the boxes. Oh yeah, all, well, exactly. 
Exactly. So we'll, we'll see. Well, let me I'm kind of on the national thing, because I, I think the Trump announcement is big. Um, Want to just get your take real quick, because you're a lawyer like Chuck. The, um, I know you were shocked to find out that Merrick Garland is going to appoint a special or has appointed a special counsel to investigate. Not Trump. for Hunter Biden. No, 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 no. no. I, I was on the plane, so I have not heard the announcement and I haven't heard what they're targeting Trump for now. I'm aware of the appointment. What are they targeting they're him for? They're targeting Trump for um, obstruction. So you notice that the Washington Post had a column where they were leaking. It was leaked from sources saying that actually there really wasn't anything they found. There was just Trump mentors. Letters, letters, letters from stuff like that. But they're going to get him for obstruction. They're targeting oh, him for yeah. obstruction. And then also for some bizarre obstruction in the January 6th stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, I mean, it's like, it's not, you know, and also for being mean to cats Mm -hmm. and small children. I mean, it's just, you know. And Ron DeSantis. And Yunkin. And making fun of (laughs) Yunkin. Yeah, I I pulled my hair out a little on that one. I didn't quite understand the necessity for that. (laughs) No, 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 neither did I. I don't think... This happens on the same day that the Biden administration, DOJ, says that they're going to give immunity to the crown prince of Saudi Arabia and the Khashoggi death, which I thought we cared about, but apparently not. Um, I agree with that move. Your take on I think dismembering a Washington Post reporter should be allowed in some sense. Kicked off. Guy, you've now been kicked off your podcast, Chuck. Yeah, um, Julie's <laughs> kicking him off. Peter's kicking him off. <laughs> um, did uh, Did you guys watch the Trump um, announcement? Yes. Because being there, uh, I thought it was a little long. Wasn't yeah. surprised at that. Um, but I, I really loved the tone. I loved the forward looking, and he still took some shots and had some fun, and obviously goes impromptu a fair amount. Um, but he looked good. He sounded good. The family was just awesome together. Baron is a towering six, seven, six, seven at 16. <laughs> wow. Um, so I, I'm excited about it. I mean, and you know, if Ron DeSantis gets in, let the best man win and, and slug it out. I, a lot of folks in Florida, including my, my driver, who's a Cuban, uh, 20 some year American citizen from Cuba advocate for Trump as, uh, you know, campaigned for him. And is very connected with Republican Party down there, I guess, and stuff. Um, but he doesn't think DeSantis is going to do it. Well, DeSantis, <laughs> if you ever read uh, Conservative Trios, um, Sundance has been indicating for really a long time, well before I thought I thought he was crazy, that, that all the people around DeSantis now are Decepticons. They're all like Griffin hedge from guys. Hedge Fund Guys and all the people who who want illegal immigration and want to move the party back to the George Bush are all surrounding him now. And he says, that's who he listens to every day. So, uh, well, so. But I agree with you, Randy. I thought the speech was a little bit long. I, I thought it was very long. I thought it, I thought it, maybe it served his purpose of, <laughs> of, of outlining things. You, you really want to make him a lot shorter, punchier for announcement like that. And, and a lot, so yeah. But and though, you know, I mean, he was going to be attacked if he was fiery. He was going to be attacked well, if he was still. I thought he sounded, it was almost like a, I read, was it somebody was, maybe Mike Huckabee was saying, you know, like a State of the Union address. And that's what it reminded me of, too. Outlining. I thought, the, I, I thought the State of the Union address was better. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. I thought the State of the Union address was pretty good, actually. I agree with you, though, too. If DeSantis goes in, who knows? We'll find out, right? Yeah. And then we'll have a primary and then somebody and will then run. some and they'll rig it and Tina will have to file another lawsuit <laughs> for a hand count so well I'm, I'm praying for a couple of things i hope 
that um, that Kerry Lake, I, I know there are RNC lawyers there, Harmeet Dillon is there, um, all the people around her want them to pursue, and I don't know the mechanisms in, in our Arizona for not machine recounts, but actual paper recounts, just to make sure that that piece was accurate. And then a lawsuit for the fact that the statistic was updated today, 48% of the tabulators um, failed the, that day. Right. And and then the way they were directing people out and dumping one set of ballots into a certain box where they found other ballots that had already been counted, um, it, it it should be a do-over. And I, yes. I, to get a judge to do that is unlikely, but it would just, we just well, have it's to- they did it. they just did that in Berlin where they had an election that, you know, a lot of strange instances in the, in the court go, who knows what it's going to be, but we're having another election. And they said, you know, we can't have elections in which so much goes wrong, so much is in question, so that you, you, yeah. you, no one believes in the election. And uh, I, I hope, I think, if there's any chance of that, it's maybe today. It, it wouldn't have been last year, no, year but, before, but, now, but having, maybe today. Having people yeah. watched all that unfold in real time, I think I think you're right. Well, and, you know, and let me, if you, if I, I don't know how much you can answer, but can you talk just real briefly before we let you go? Tina Peters mentioned she was asked like 400 some questions at, at the depos- the Coomer deposition, the loss of the defamation thing. Um, and, and she said, it's, I mean, to me, it sounds like they're just on giant fishing expeditions trying to intimidate people. I mean, any updates on that? Well, the purpose of the deposition I was in yesterday um, was to defend Max McGuire, who used to do the podcast, Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Altman. And they've had a falling out and they've had some nasty oh, yeah. public words. And, and Max has questioned Joe on, you know, his his story about the election and all of that. So I I I, event, I made a standing objection uh, about lines of questioning. Just these are not, and I'm not even, we're not even a party to the, to the yeah. um, Lindell lawsuit. He's a, he's just a witness. I was defending the deposition of, um, but I still made objections how they were. It was just get Joe, get Joe, get Joe, get Joe. And, and none of it was relevant in my mind to the Lindell suit. So um, I just made some standing objections. You know, there, you get a lot of leeway in a deposition. Um, but it was uh, seven hours. My God, they they yeah. used almost every minute of it, and we were there for nine hours to get that done. It was uh, well, it was just... brutal and tedious, and they had uh, we'd given them thousands, well, at least a thousand pages, I would guess, of documents that they had to go through in a short period of time. So. <laughs> well, good for um, you for fighting it for you and Tina, because I think what they're trying to do clearly is wear us down, right? They're trying to just discourage us. They're trying to say, okay, it's just easier to keep my mouth shut. Um, and, and so thank goodness for people like you who, who don't, do you know what I mean? Because that's what it takes. Well, it was interesting for me. One thing that was very interesting is, you know, I'm a, I'm a party, I'm a defendant in one of the Coomer lawsuits me and Salem broadcasting. And it was very interesting to see some of the narratives that the, uh, Coomer legal team has about my involvement in the early stages of all of this that are going to be pretty easy to disprove. Um, so I don't know where they've gotten their information or if they're just trying to craft a narrative that, you know, keeps us at bay for a while. Right. Uh, but, but there was a lot of, there were a lot of things that were inaccurate that I look forward to cleaning up at some point. One thing I want to ask you guys real quick, I know I'm almost out of time, but, um, how, why in the world with 511 votes separating Lauren Boebert and, uh, Aspen Adam, would he concede? Because it doesn't matter. I, well, I think- because conceding means nothing. Conceding is is a, a nice 
um, uh, kind of. But it's an automatic recount. Well, here's, here's my. It's here's an automatic it. recount, so it still it still no, occurs. No. My theory. This is my theory because he went. He said so. It's automatic, so he didn't have to. And then he kind of went on to talk a little bit about what a pain it was and how unnecessary, and it was costing taxpayers money to do the recount. So I Aww. think I think they're aiming that kind of stuff at people like Tina, at people like Carrie Lake. No, no, he, yes, no. no, they're trying to make anyone who wants a recount is just mean and wasting money because no, no, he, he knew it wasn't going to win anyway. He, well, so he doesn't know. I mean, but but it, it is just a PR thing. It has no yeah, legal insane. effect. If, See, if all I of a sudden it. it turns, then you go, oh, I didn't know that happened. Great, thanks. I mean, it's happened before <laughs> people have conceded and and, uh, and then come back and said, oh. Uh, yeah, so the recount will occur regardless? Yeah. Yeah, it's an automatic recount. Okay, so it's, it's, just, a- it's just politics then. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Well, because, because I thought the reason maybe they didn't want to concede is they didn't want to recount, you know, oh. that the numbers are fraudulent up there. Well, that could be. Yeah. That could be. They don't want That's an actual recount. <laughs> I would just. Well, but, but recounts don't. All they do is show you did the machine record what the machine recorded. Yeah, I, I mean, they're not really a. a it's a, not an audit. It's but the, not but an the audit. next step, but the next step after that to the loser can be to demand a hand, a paper, uh, a ballot recount. Yeah, and right. we found like out. Tina's how, trying how, to still get. As Tina found out, they don't have to do that either. <laughs> I mean, they do, but they just don't. So. Yeah, no, they, they didn't. They just talk on her. Yeah. So have you had okay. any time to think about what you're going to be talking about tomorrow on your show? Well, I, I certainly want to talk about uh, my experience at Mar-a-Lago and, um, and this, this, I, I plan, I haven't heard it yet. I want to hear the Mike Pence speech because it sounds like he's running. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, you've know, got the book out now. And I just want to remind people of what really happened on January 6th when it comes to Mike Pence. He was not a hero. No. no, no. He just wants to sell books. He never was. He, he wasn't when to... he was governor of Indiana. He he kowtowed. I mean, he's awful. And everybody's always known it. Nobody likes him. So, you know, he, he'll get 2%. <laughs> he'll get his book deal out there. So. Yeah, yeah. Who, who should Donald Trump pick for vice president? His running yeah. name. Oh, mine? I think if I were Donald Trump, I would do Ron DeSantis. I just, well, I, that would I, be I, a I, wonderful, but I just don't think DeSantis no. will do it. Harry yeah. Lake? That would be exciting, but I, we probably I, I thought Winston Sears would have been great. Yeah, I'm and then she came out and said what she said. Oh, well, never mind. You, you think? <laughs> I don't know yet. Uh, Ron DeSantis would be the ideal. And uh, just think of twelve possible years of the two of them back to back. My lord. Yeah, that would be good. But, All uh, right, Randy, well, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Made it home. We'll see you tomorrow you night. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs> Randy Corcoran, there. Um, you guys, we've had a ton of. Um, a ton of comments, and I apologize, we haven't been able to get anything. Um, yeah, this is from Anna, though. If a recount does happen, we must demand they do it by state statute and make sure 100% of the people show up at the clerk's office in advance and public demand it. And Randy, if you're still on there, everybody's saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, this being Party Friday, well, did we briefly want to talk about the Merrick Garland thing? or? Well, you know, it's it's a joke, and and we've now descended into a third world country where where you go after your political opponents no matter what and Merrick Garland is a disgrace yeah. um, an utter moral and ethical disgrace and so is so is Ray after yesterday look at like I said told Randy they're looking at an obstruction right at not handing over not handing over the documents which they apparently now acknowledge were worthless to anybody but Trump basically um but they but he obstructed so in their world really pleading not guilty is obstruction yes, yes. right I mean that's obstruction the same thing with January 6th so I think what they want to do with it is they'll probably indict him mm-hmm. but I think they just want to it's another headache it's another thing you want to do then you know the never Trumpers are going to jump up and down 
and and say, see, you can't run. He can't run because he's under indictment. Um, and what we have to do is just not be fooled by any of those people. I don't think people are anymore. Um, it's just all a bunch of noise. But, I, I, you know, it, it comes. I think maybe that's why he announced when he did, too. Yes, that he, made, exactly, he got the, exactly got the right. jump on that. Yes, so. I think that's absolutely right. But it being Party Friday, guys, I wanted to talk about something that's kind of fun. Um, that's been kind of going on on Twitter. I know maybe you saw Elon Musk, like earlier, put out a thing saying, look, we're going to start working hard at Twitter. We're respond yes to this you know if you want to reply hard if you want to work hard and if you don't just don't bother coming into work and so all the libs are melting down because the twitter people are going to have to work so they're all quitting um which which is really the intent which was the intent well exactly but i don't know what they think they're going to do tens of thousands of i mean you've got facebook google amazon i mean tens of thousands of high-tech workers have been laid off they they can live on the bitcoin well no they're going to have to all become trans and move to san francisco so they that's, get an, free that's, money. Yeah, that's an opportunity. And that's, a, that's what we should do. Well, uh, yeah. But in, in the ongoing light of that, the libs are melting down. And it's been pretty funny watching what's happened. I'm going to take you a, a little bit in the way back machine. Um, remember when he first took over Twitter and they were talking about people being fired? And I don't know if you guys remember it or not, but the, the corporate media was outside the Twitter office someplace and breathlessly reporting on these two guys who walked out and they were carrying boxes like they and they said, look, we worked at Twitter. We just got fired. Mm-hmm. And they said their names were Ligma and Johnson. Right. And I didn't get it. But every 11 year old boy out in the world got it. And um, and it turns out later that that Ligma Johnson is um, say it fast enough. if you say it fast enough, it's, it's a it's a Twitter meme or a, a Internet meme for and cover your kids ears. Lick my Johnson, basically, right? And so these stupid reporters fell for these two guys, right? So what Elon Musk then did is he trolled everybody back. Um, I think this was yesterday. He posted a picture, and the story gets better, so hang in with me. He posted a picture of himself with Ligma and Johnson. Yeah, the he, he, he rounded them up. And, and yeah, which took some effort and pretended like he rehired them. So Thomas, if we could please play, this is it. So this is Elon Musk twisted, twi- um, tweeted this saying, welcoming back Ligma and Johnson. And he said, you know, I know what I've made a mistake and I've made a mistake. So I'm hiring these guys back. Okay. So it gets even better then. So this stupid reporter, and I'm sorry, there's no other word for it at the Hill TV is looking at that. And she's saying, see, Elon Musk is firing all of these poor Twitter reporters. Prematurely. Yeah, prematurely. She said she he prematurely fired those two guys and he said to hire them back. He prematurely. Uh, Johnson. missing the fact that the whole thing was a troll but this real it's hard to believe this really happened if we could please play the hill tv soundbite listen to this idiotic reporter this is about is it because he has created such a poor working environment and has ruined the relationship between him and his employees so much that he's not able to do the job because i saw him he was uh, tweeting out pictures of him standing with two employees who had fired prematurely and then rehired with his arms around them kind of like hey i know i i shouldn't admit to my mistakes it seems like he's in a desperate situation where he's realized he actually needs somebody and the single genius uh myth is just that a myth and he actually needs these employees to work with him and the employees didn't look so happy in that photograph i gotta say 
give me a freaking break. What an idiot reporter. It was a joke. I wish not on her. She I, didn't I, get it. I wish she had said Ligma Johnson. No, I mean, not nobody. Number one, has she not done any of her homework? Um, because this has been out there. I mean, even I knew about it, right? And so this has been out there forever. It, that that whole breathless interviews with Ligma and Johnson fell apart as soon as all the 11-year-old boys pointed out that that was an internet joke. Because even I said to Rev, do you know what Ligma Johnson? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and this little 11-year-old laugh. So, and, and so she missed all that, that she just uses it to attack Elon Musk. And again, you, you don't hear her say, oh, neither does the host say, no, that, that was, that was a joke. He didn't get it either. Yeah, employees. Those are not really employees um but to, it, this is just kind of fun yeah like sandra says wow she didn't get it duh and from charlene love elon musk yes julie i just got it they were pranksters absolutely <laughs> they were absolute pranksters and then Le- elon musk pranked everybody back by pretending to hire ligma and johnson back and then this stupid reporter says well it serves him right he's letting all those poor employees go and they didn't even look happy to be there <laughs> well okay yeah our, our our TJ says you cannot go online in video games now without a Ligma joke. Well, here's a Ligma joke. We've got one for you, and we got even more of those stuff coming up. Even more. But this, this is this, a super this, annuated Friday afternoon show. That's right. This is The Simpsons. If we could please play The Simpson soundbite. Hello, Moe's Tavern. First place of the Rob Roy. Can I speak to Mr. Johnson? Johnson? First name Ligma. Wait a minute. Hey, guys, Ligma Johnson. Come on, guys, Ligma Johnson. Hey, come on, I need your help over here. And you, you Ligma Johnson. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's you, isn't it, you little jerk? I want to get my hands on you. I'm going to cut you like a fish. And I'm going to take my time over it, too. But it is, it says something about the corporate media, okay, that, 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 that she had no clue that this was going on right now. And, and that somehow, and that, 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 and she was going to use this Elon Musk. I mean, if you thought the left had no sense of humor, which I no. have thought, this just proves it right there. So, so no sense of humor. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, so they're all freaking out. Meanwhile, I don't know if you guys are on Twitter, but it's working just fine. It has all time high usage. Um, well, as you brought out, you know, they have the thing that 10% of the workers do 90% of the work, or you can fire um, 90% of the workers and what's left, you multiply it by itself, and that's how much of the work they do. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, they don't need all, all these people who don't come into work, that, that don't get the free lunch, that... It's just amazing. And this from Leo. Did you see Ligma went down to the Bahamas and was just leaving FTX saying he just gotten fired from his second job in a month? Well, you know, let's talk briefly about um, FTX. That's the cryptocurrency thing, you know, where they somehow managed to lose a billion dollars in customer or their a clients' billion. assets uh, or two billion. Billion, billions of billions. So we also saw the pictures, you know, with, with Maxine Waters with yeah. her arms around. around, around uh, I guess SBF is that the guy that, but I mean, number one, and I. Sam Free. Bankman. Bankman. Yeah, Bankman Freed. Bankman Freed. Yeah. SBF. SBF. And I mean, you saw the pictures of him and his girlfriend who ran the other. Who did she remind you of? I, I, there's I somebody. I think I give she, them my money. She has, has me looking exactly like somebody. I can't figure if it's a, it's a, you know, a person I know or it's a person on, it's a media personality, but. It's going to come to me at like three in the morning. Yeah. Of who she reminds me of. These guys. And she lives what she called a Chinese um, polymorphous, no, polyamorous uh, harem. 
go, oh, yeah, well, Chinese. Like Chinese? Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, well, I don't, I don't know, know if that's Chinese, racist or something. I don't know what those kind of things are. And the whole thing is, is the, it's clear nobody was looking into this. There were no regulations, which is why, of course, he's giving the Democrats $400 million and then some in campaign contributions, right? They don't want any regulations because you can't run a Ponzi scheme if you have regulations, right? You can't, they had like apparently no books, No, but he was no going to be in charge of the regulations. He was going to help write the regulations, which would have made sure- Blowing in the kiss. Yeah. But you'll be comforted to know that now Maxine is leading up the current <laughs> congressional investigation. investigation. What the heck yes, sir. at SBX or FTX? So, so we're, I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of it there. But here's the one thing I want to know, or not want to know, but he was, it wasn't just Democrats. He also gave to the rhinos, to the rhinos, to Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski, Liz Cheney, people like that, right? All the people who voted to impeach Trump also got his money. Um, and he clearly, in some of the later interviews, said, yeah, all this philanthropic stuff is just a joke. I just kind of want to have power and make a ton of money and have a, I mean, he, he drove a Camry, but he has a $40 million condo in the Bahamas. So, in the Albany Club. I mean, if it, to anyone who was looking with their eyes open at all, it's clear that this whole thing was a scam. Nobody cared because they were all getting a ton of money. Meanwhile, you have like investors um, and, you know, not just Tom Brady and Giselle, because I don't know how much they would have invested, but but regular people investing. But you've got all the Democrats and the rhinos keeping millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. I think they should have to give it back to the investors. I mean, they've declared bank, they filed for bankruptcy now, right? Uh huh. Well, the trustee can try to claw it back from them. Yeah, um, they just can. Uh, they, that's my next question. Can the trustees say, "Hey, all you politicians, you have to return that they money"? Can. I mean. Well, probably get killed, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it, you know, so I, again, I it's just ridiculous. Um, and the one thing, though, Tucker Carlson is right about that because they were such big donors. Well, the guy is still scheduled to speak. Um, it's a, a, a I new year. It may be scheduled. I mean, well, but, but I mean, he's still on the, the, the flyer. Well, no, I'd keep him on the flyer too. If it was my, if it was my event, I'd keep him on there too. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. I can't fly back to the United States, be a little politically or financially or criminally risky here. Um, Okay. Oh, they, okay. Facebook. Oh, this is from Charlene. Facebook won't let me post about FTX money laundering. So there's absolutely no truth to it. Oh, you're right, Charlene. Well, maybe it, it was, it was just theft is what it was, Charlene. You're yeah. using the wrong word here. It was just theft that they were running through Ukraine to funnel back to people. So everyone could pat themselves on the back. Well, you aren't seeing much of coverage of it in the mainstream media at mm-hmm. all. Um, and then this one thing, I mean, even Alex Berenson, who I think is no really Republican fan necessarily, no is pointing out that it is the citizen journalists on Twitter, um, um, thanks to Elon Musk, because you know it would have been banned yeah, previously, right, right. but it's the citizen journalists who have been able to unravel some of these things. Well, what they, 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 yeah, well they, they were able to get a hold of an article, an obscure article showing the um, balance sheet of the sister corporation, uh, which was obviously way underwater and everybody wait a minute if the sister corporation's way underwater and and that's what they were giving the money to so yeah, where, where right. was the money going so I, I you know the the corporate media going back to the ligma johnson thing it's like those employees deserve their jobs back and they don't look happy about it it's like what an idiot uh, you know so i guess maybe we shouldn't worry because it's hard to believe anything they say too um we have I could play the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we've got a few minutes left here. We've got more than a few minutes. So this is, again, so Twitter, Some several more thousand of them have been um, 
let go. let go because they didn't want to work. And the Babylon Bee, which by the way is now allowed back on Twitter, yeah. um, had a has oh, a Kathy little along. Uh-huh, well, good for that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I say although Trump hasn't been, I don't know the Trump come back on. Mm-hmm. You know, here's what I'm going to say before I go to this. This is what I think. I think that it's not that Elon Musk doesn't want to allow Trump back on. I suspect that there might be some sort of negotiating going on because if you're Trump, you don't want to go on Twitter because then that hurts your platform. But if you're Twitter, you don't want to say, I'm not, you know, I, I, we're banning Trump. I suspect that there are some conversations going on in a way, which I would think is smart. They're all business people to mutually benefit both sides. I don't think that Elon Musk is is saying, I won't let Donald Trump back on. Well, he'd earlier said he wanted to. And then Donald Trump said, well, I'm busy. You know, I'm on this. So that's my take on that. Yeah, that's your take. That's my take. I'm always right on those kinds of things. But here, if we could play. So this is a parody of a a fired Twitter person being interviewed for a real job. If we could please play the Twitter by the Babylon Bee, if we could play the Twitter interview. Yeah, come on in. You know, uh, you're 20 minutes late. Yeah, Twitter, we didn't have, like, start times. Schedules are a remnant of an oppressive colonialist regime. Oppressive colonialist regimes? Okay. Well, look, the work here is pretty demanding. We need to find someone who can inspect all of our outgoing... Miss, are, are you okay? I'm sorry. No, really, used to bosses using trigger words like demanding, inspect, and work. But this is a job. We don't say that either. Then how do you get any work? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, so how do you get any uh, labor stuff, production, the handwork, not work, sorry, stuff done? How do you get any stuff done? Uh, Streep's got tons of stuff done on Twitter. Oh, okay. Well, what would you say you did there? I was responsible for so much as a content moderation specialist. Some days during my afternoon cornhole sesh, I'd get a text telling me I had to ban someone. So then you'd have to actually, like, walk over to your computer and ban them? Uh, no. I would just hit a button on my phone, and then BAM! Babylon B? Banned. Libs of TikTok? Banned. Steve from Fruitport, Michigan? You know he banned. <laughs> and then later on, it's out there. I don't know if you watch the whole thing. It's pretty funny because she's, he says something about something more about work. Oh, you, you know, she says, do you want me to show up in the office? And he's like, yeah. it's a factory. You have to show up here. And she's like, well, that's a deal breaker. I guess when it leaves. I have a feeling these poor young people are going to find out the hard way. Um, you know, we're in a recession. There's inflation. Tens of thousands of them have been laid off. Well, what you put down on your resume that you worked at Twitter? You go, oh, I worked at an internet company that was very bad. Yeah. Yeah. You would say, no, I didn't. I didn't. Charlene, thank you. I'm laughing so hard. That's funny. Yeah, from Thomas, I'm just a businessman doing business. It's like, it's just, yeah, yeah, that's the SBF guy or whatever, the FTX. Too many, too many actors, CIA, something like that. Um, so I, it's I the three initials, whether it's a corporation or a government agency, is, that's right. is bad news. I think that they're in for a, a rude awakening. Um, and I think it's going to be hard for them, but because they're all going back to their parents' houses now. And can you imagine some of these people going back to your house as a parent? You're like, no, 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 no. you can't. I, I've got plenty of Bitcoins. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, no, can't get they're not worth anything no, anymore. So, well, we'll see. I mean, actually, that that's an we should do a show on that too, because that's a whole interesting topic. Yeah, yeah. But so much going on. I mean, we'll see with the Republicans now. 
I think that's great launching investigations into Joe Biden. So then the DOJ launches an investigation into Trump. Meanwhile, the judge today also ruled that that some hundreds of pages of documents about some of the, the John and Jane Doe's who are the interested party wanting everything sealed in the Ghislaine Maxwell case. That's going to be released too. So it's going to be be pretty interesting to see. Interesting times, you know. I hate it when people actually have free speech. Um, And I think Elon Musk has been. I will. I will give him this. I don't think he's not our savior, right? So who knows what he's doing or not doing? But at least so far, number one, it's been extremely entertaining, right? That most of all. (laughs) I mean, these days it's it's anything for a laugh. I mean, you you know, to watch some of the Elon, you laugh, you feel so much better after most days. You're just (laughs) shaking your head about even more funny when the liberals don't even get it right when then when they become the butt of their own jokes it makes it even more hilarious so we'll have to see and donald trump back on twitter or true social with elon musk who knows that could be that could be pretty entertaining. Um, next week, I want to look into um, Mark Poff. We might have him on. I haven't told you this is a surprise. Oh, about. okay. You know, there's a bizarre um, murder case in at the University of Idaho. The stabbings? Yeah, the stabbings. And, is he and part of that? Mark, well, I'm not sure. He has some interesting <laughs> insights. Mark is part of everything. Anyway, it was part right? of what? What? The investigation or the murder? The investigation. I don't know that he's part of the investigation. But what he was talking about. He does about, have a hunting knife, though. Yeah. I don't, we don't know that. We don't, we don't, we don't want to set up stick them on him. He was talking about, though, how they're going to be able to use cell phone records. And I have mixed feelings on this because on the one hand, so the police, and they did that in a case in Aurora, right? There was mm-hmm. an Aurora arson, and they were able to solve that with a homicide by just sort of going through random cell phone numbers and using algorithms to figure out who was there. So part of me is like, it's kind of an invasion of privacy. But on the other hand, is it any different than looking through surveillance cameras to see who's walking by? Yeah, I, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's, a tricky kind of concept so we'll talk about that plus i think cases like it it is an interesting case there was you might say how could they stab four people but remember there was a case at the uh, that the restaurant and bar right next to glendale where four people were stabbed to death remember that you it, can it was a stab pool. people to death well, they, do it, it's hard they do it they, yeah. they do it in london a lot mm-hmm. you know because they don't allow guns everybody has knives so they kill each other with, with knives and no it's well, that cheery thought, Chuck, it's party. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Let's play that. Let's play that uh, Simpson thing. <laughs> all right, right. Well, end on that. Okay, one more time, the Simpson thing, and then we'll say goodbye. If we could play, Thomas, if you're there and ready, the Simpson video. Hello, Moe's Tavern. First place of the Rob Roy. Can I speak to Mr. Johnson? Johnson? First name, Lima. Wait a minute. Hey, guys, Ligma Johnson. Come on, guys, lick my Johnson. Hey, come on, I need your help over here. Any of you lick my Johnson? <laughs> Wait a minute. It's you, isn't it, you little jerk? I want to get my hands on you. I'm going to cut you like a fish. And I'm going to take my time over it, too. That's the way to end the show. All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you on Monday.